Nora Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nora Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another Drive Time episode of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Make sure, as a listener, you subscribe, rate, and review the Nora Speaks podcast. Subscribing to the podcast will ensure new episodes are downloaded onto your phone or you'll get notifications when new episodes are live. And, you know, leaving a rating and a review will give me an impression of what you think about the podcast. And as others are interested or exploring podcasts, they may come across your review and what you say may influence whether or not they uh, subscribe or listen to this podcast. But welcome to another Drive Time episode of the Nora Speaks podcast. Today, I want to talk about how we conduct ourselves on Facebook, Facebook rules, Facebook etiquette. It seems that we use Facebook for more than just communication. And, you know, Facebook is is an excellent tool when it's used appropriately. And, you know, I know a lot of folks use Facebook to reconnect with old friends, with family members, sharing events and precious moments. And, you know, it's a wonderful tool when it can be used for those reasons. But as you are on Facebook, I'm sure, and you see things that probably shouldn't be on Facebook, I do too. And I, this isn't something that I've heard talked about often, but we really have to help our young people, help our our young men and our young women, our children, recognize what's appropriate to put on social media and what's not appropriate to put on social media. When our young people have a tool that helps them get attention, uh, they're going to use that tool. And if they are not, uh, you know, trained or if they don't have the refinements, they can misuse the tool and hurt themselves without even realizing it. You know, colleges look at social media profiles, employers look at social media profiles, and what they may find on a profile might be something that disqualifies us from jobs or, you know, entrance into education and and programs. And so, you know, we have to consider Facebook as a public forum, even if your settings on your social media accounts may be private. But we really should act and conduct ourselves as if Facebook is uh, Main Street in your town. You know, what you would say or wouldn't say, what you would do or wouldn't do, um, how you would come out in the public and how you wouldn't come out in the public. You know, we have to think about that when we're posting things on Facebook, because although it may show a privacy, you know, you might have your settings for private, friends only, close friends only, or just for groups, anybody can screenshot anything. 
that is posted on Facebook and that can be shared any number of ways, uh, any number of times. And so we don't have control over what other people share. So let's talk about some things that we should and shouldn't do on Facebook to protect ourselves, to protect and maintain our dignity and our integrity. So as I said, you know, we should consider Facebook to be like Main Avenue or Main Street and conduct ourselves accordingly. For example, we see people who use Facebook to lament their relationship, to talk about their dissatisfaction with their wife or their boyfriend, their husband, um, maybe their children, their in-laws. You know, but Facebook isn't a forum for us to air our or other people's dirty laundry. You know, it, we wouldn't go up to a stranger and just start talking about our in-laws. We wouldn't go up to a stranger that's sitting next to us on a plane or a bus and just start talking about our husbands or, you know, dogging out our boyfriends and, and how irresponsible he was or what a cheat she was. Well, maybe you would do that. But we shouldn't do that. You know, strangers don't need to know our personal business. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a bad character trait to air dirty laundry, to want to expose the faults and issues that we see in other people into a, a public forum. Um, because, you know, the, the, the ultimate result or our ultimate objective is to disparage that person, obviously, to disparage them in the eyes of their friends, our friends, their family, um, our family, and that's 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 just that's just not a good thing. Nobody, you know, should be going on Facebook to learn about the argument that you had with your husband, or your girlfriend, or your you know baby's father, or your baby's mother. It's it's just not the place for that. I've seen women who have posted videos of disputes with their significant other or their exes that involves their children, and you know that's just. That's just straight out child abuse, in my opinion, you know, and and just just like we shouldn't be in the middle of Main Street tussling and arguing and saying mean and hurtful things or disparaging things to our significant other, then it's not something that we should do on social media. It really shows bad character. It shows a lack of control and it really shows a, a tremendous uh, deficiency of discipline. And I think discipline is probably the key word that we have to use, and discipline has to be a trait that we have to apply when we use social media. I have heard of issues that have uh, struck me, um, that has created an emotional response for me, especially when I hear about our young black men being targeted, um, being profiled, um, being shot by the police or others and and not receiving what seems to be justice for our loss of life. I've seen the mistreatment of women, of girls, and these things are striking and they're painful, you know, but I, I know that I always have to show a measured response. Just because I feel something doesn't mean it's the right time to respond. It's not the right time to respond on social media when emotions are high because emotionally, when we are excited, 
it doesn't always leave a great room for logic and for intellect. You know, we're either emotional or we're logical. And I'm not just saying this as something that it applies to women. This is for our men too. We see the taking of life because two men or a man was emotional or a young young man or a boy got emotional and because he couldn't control his emotions, his emotions controlled him and he reached for the weapon that's next to him and you know, he's firing off shots. And we have loss of life in our community because our emotions rule us and they're so out of control. This can also apply to our application of dialogue on Facebook, on Instagram. We say things because we lack discipline and we air things that shouldn't be aired. I've seen arguments or debates that turn into vicious arguments with two strangers on Facebook. And I just think that's a lot of energy to put into a conversation with somebody that isn't paying your bills, it's not sleeping next to you at night, um, it's not impacting your personal life, your children, not interfering with your property. That's a lot of energy and time to go back and forth on social media in such a, you know, undignified way as to argue to the point where now we're making verbal threats. And I'm not just talking about two women arguing with each other. I'm talking about a woman arguing with a man and making verbal threats or, you know, people trying to intimidate people on social media. You know, that is such a waste of time. And so we have to really exhibit discipline when we're engaging in discourse on social media. There's a, a man that I follow on, on social media, and he's a political operative. And so he may post a, 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 a link to an article, um, or he may just post a question um, about you know, a political candidate or about a, a, a political official, someone elected in office, maybe even industry. And I'll read through the feed, and, and the level of debate and discourse is so awesome and these he has people that follow him that agree with his philosophy that disagree with his philosophy and these people have very very intense debates on the issue and they very very rarely devolve into name calling into never into threats of violence um, or other you know vicious personal attacks and I love that I love that people can use that form to debate ideas. They're debating ideas, they're not uh, debating each other. Um, and you know, the person who, who is interested in intelligent dialogue and an intelligent debate can go to that page and there's always something meaty to chew on. But when we, in our community, and you know, I, I talk to the black community, too often when we're debating, it becomes a mudslinging match. It becomes, uh, you know, us playing the dirty dozens against each other. And we, because of our lack of discipline, because we, uh, we, we're ruled too often by our, our lower desires instead of our intellect, we're too ruled by our emotions instead of logic, then our discussions often devolve into something that's very, very ugly. So being able to exhibit discipline for debate and conversation, not just one-on-one -on -one in person, not just if you're on stage, not just if you're in a debate club, 
not just if you're home with your spouse or with your children, your family, but even with social media, being able to exhibit discipline can really save us and it could also protect our dignity, maintain our integrity. So again, you know, even responding to issues, think about what you're going to say and also think about, you know, what policies your employer has, what policies your institution where you're educated has. Understand these policies because being terminated because of something on social media is such a waste. Being terminated because of something that we've posted on social media, something that we've said on social media, it is, it, it's, 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 a, it's irresponsible on our part. And, you know, I know some people also have to be careful of when they're, you know, imbibing and, and, and alcohol or, or, or smoking marijuana. You know, we get these, uh, we, we have these Twitter fingers or, you know, we're on Facebook and we're posting things. And, and there are some people whose posts I've seen and I thought, okay, this isn't how she typed at nine o'clock this morning. What's going on with her at nine o'clock tonight? <laughs> You know, her spelling is off, her language has, you know, dropped into the gutter. What's what's going on? What's different? And, you know, it's kind of obvious that this person is now, it's 9 o'clock at night, the children must be in bed, and she must be, you know, popping bottles. So we have to be very uh, disciplined. We have to be very cautious about what we post. We have to know what policies there are at our workplace. We have to know what policies there are at the institutions where we're registered members or we're students. Uh, we have to know about um, if you're if you're a student that wants to be admitted into a college, you need to know that your college admissions officer or your college admissions office is going to be examining your social media profile. And I've heard some people talk about using uh, aliases or alternative um, personalities, personas to post on Facebook. You know, but but they can find that out too. It's not that hard for people to be anonymous on social media, not for people who have companies and who have the uh, technology to find us when they want to find us. So know the policies, know the protocol for your workplace, know, you know, possibly, for example, that because of the position or the company where you work, there are certain issues that you just should not talk about on social media. Um, you know, there are so many restrictions because of industries, because of ethics and, and certain ethical rules that there are some issues that shouldn't even be chimed in if you work for certain companies. So be very, very careful and always be very disciplined. Um, so we talked about, you know, per posting things re relating to uh, personal relationships. Uh, I talked about, you know, issues that may be striking in pop culture. Or, um, or, or in you know criminal justice, you know, and just kind of feeling some type of way and wanting to unleash something, you know. But always remember that there are people who are watching and who can will exploit what has been said or what has been posted. And even though you've deleted it, you know, we always leave a footprint, and somebody can always take a screenshot, you know. And there's nothing that's really private on Facebook. You don't own it, I don't own it. If they have the if they have the ability to take our post down, best believe they also have the ability to save anything that we've posted. Just because it's deleted from our quote feeds, it may not be visible. And we don't control that technology and that uh, that we've posted and deleted can be made available 
um, on demand depending on who's demanding it. So just be very, very careful. Use intelligence, be dignified, conduct yourself on social media just like you would in you know the, the, the main street, the main strip of your town and you know just guard your integrity and guard your guard your discipline i would also suggest that on social media be careful of some of the images that we post some people post pictures of their children be careful posting things relating to our children because if you're posting from the child's school the location if your location settings come up uh you know your child's uniform may have the school when you're in the child's uh, uh gym school gym you know, there can be an indication there of where your child attends, what clubs, what towns. Uh, because as I said, there are very sick people in this world, unfortunately, who prey upon children. And the images that we post of our boys and our girls in their swimsuits um, can be used by people who have very, very foul and evil intentions. And without knowing it, we can uh, show these people our child's movements, their habits, our personal work schedules, when our children may be home alone by themselves, that they're home alone by themselves, that they walk home from school by themselves. And these people who are evil will exploit these opportunities that we give them because of the information that we share so freely on social media. So we have to be careful of that. We have to be careful of even posting when we're away on vacation. You know, you're posting your uh, Hawaiian vacation and that's you know a 14-hour flight from where you live and everybody knows that your home is empty you know so be be cautious be mindful you know consider what a person would do who has devious or sick intentions and what they may what you may reveal about yourself that could create an opportunity for them and I know it may seem kind of overkill or it may seem you know uh, you know maybe doing too much to think so much about things, but there are a lot of things that are happening with uh, human trafficking, with child abduction, with um, home invasions, break-ins, burglaries, and you know, you might not have a criminal mind and you might not recognize how devious or how clever people can be, but people are very, very clever. So be very mindful of our posting habits. Um, do not post things that are personal that you, you know, in a very sober-minded moment, I'm not just talking about, you know, whether your blood alcohol level is high, but mentally, emotionally, in a sober moment, would you want someone to know that about you, about your husband, about your wife, about your mother, about your family, about your health, you know? Um, and also, I should also just mention, I don't think it's appropriate that we post pictures of our loved ones in their hospital beds. I mean, it's one thing if you want to post a picture of yourself in the emergency room with tubes and things coming out you, that's your choice. But when we go to these hospitals and we're visiting our family members who are ill, you know, let's protect and respect their dignity and their integrity. And let's not post pictures of them in, in a uh, vulnerable and compromised position. If you want people to think about them, post a picture of them when they're well, when they're happy, when they weren't sick. You know, post a nice picture of them and say, you know, pray for Aunt Cynthia, pray for, you know, Cousin Johnny because, you know, he's not doing well. But we don't have to post a picture of us with them in their hospital gown, you know, Grandma might not have her wig on. Grandpa might not have his teeth in. Um, 
uh, you know, they may be intubated or, you know, on a, on a vent with a tube coming out of their throats, you know, just respect and honor their dignity. You know, the world would not be able to just walk through the hospital and look at this person laid up in a hospital room. You know, there's the visitors are for family only. So we shouldn't make public ourselves in or, or our family members, our relatives in a vulnerable state and um, laid up in a hospital bed. You know, so and I don't I really don't think that we should do that of ourselves. I think we should only show ourselves in our at our best. Um, but, you know, you can do what you want personally, obviously, but just consider maybe it's something you've never thought about. Consider the dignity of the person that you're visiting in the hospital and the images that they want, that they want other people to have of them. And I doubt that they want people to have images of them laid up in the hospital room. I know, I don't think I need to tell my sons, but maybe I'll have a conversation with them later. If I'm ever in the hospital, don't, don't put pictures of me on Facebook or Instagram. That's not a sign of love. You wanna love me, live well, uh, help our people, serve our people. You wanna love me, you know, take care of yourself and, and, and do right by the family. But don't, don't, don't come and, and post pictures of me if I'm in a hospital bed. <laughs> I, just, I just think that's a horrible thing that we do. And not that we do it with any uh, malintent. I just think that we probably don't think. And I think that you know, we probably just wanna share this moment with people. But you know, remember to respect and honor the dignity of our, of our families who are in these vulnerable states. Um, so there's some things that I think that we should know, how we should conduct ourselves on, on social media, what we should and should not be posting on, on Facebook. Um, private things, you know, are, are, are for people who we have those intimate relationships with, you know, for your best friend, friend for your pastor, for your husband, for your wife, for your family. You know, and, and, and to, to air those things really shows, you know, a lack of, of character, honestly, and, and a lack of discipline. And I know that we can do better. So when we are on social media, always post something with a sober mind. Think about it. I know I teach my children and I've been taught my life to think five times before we speak. And so maybe we, it'd, be, it'd, it'd do us well to think five times before we post. Is, is this, is the spelling correct, first of all? How's my spelling? Um, is this appropriate for a public audience? Is this something that I would share in a public forum? If someone confronted me with this um, directly, would I be ashamed of it? Or, or could it be offensive to somebody else? You know, there's a lot of things that we should think about before we hit that post button. And I think that it could save us and save others um, time and trouble, and in some cases, you know, preserve our jobs, preserve our dignity, and preserve our integrity. Integrity. I want to thank you for listening to the Norris Speaks podcast. If you are not a subscribed listener, please hit subscribe, listen on CastBox, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Radio Public, uh, Stitcher, Spreaker. Uh, so subscribe to the Norris Speaks podcast. If you are listening um, to a platform and you don't find the Norris Speaks podcast on that platform, email me at info at norrisspeaks.com. That's info at norrisspeaks.com, and we can look into that problem. I want to thank you again for listening. Until next time, stay in peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Norris Speaks podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. 
And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, noramohammed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at norispeaks.com. You can also follow the Nora Speaks podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement, be the movement. Stay in peace.